Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. In this episode, I'm going to talk about accountability, the importance of the accountable parent. What motivated me to talk about accountability was uh, when recently I was talking to a college student I had been working with for quite a while, and he brought up that, that one of the things that I shared with him that was most helpful was when I introduced this uh, cheesy metaphor. Uh, that'll be, that's a pun. Wait for it. Um, the, the, the metaphor of it's so important that we own our slice. So let me do my best in explanation because I usually draw this. So I'll draw a big circle on my dry erase board in my office. And I do this when, when someone is frustrated, angry with a situation that occurred, with a relationship, certain stressful circumstance. Draw the big circle on the board. And I say, what percentage of this issue, of this problem, of this stress are you responsible for? What are you accountable for? And yeah, sometimes uh, the answer is zero. Zero responsibility for this issue. And that's usually a signal to me that I haven't listened well enough to validate how difficult this thing is. So I definitely need to go back, active listening, validate more. They need to vent more about the situation before they can begin to take any sort of accountability for the stress in their life. So to try to make sense of this, I'm going to share a story about a younger family member of mine that, that I talk to frequently and try to be there for. So uh, this guy, we'll call him Dan. His, name, his name's not Dan, but Dan uh, was a high school senior. and he had an English class that he wasn't doing very well in. And there was a final project of sorts in his English class. And he was overwhelmed, didn't think he was going to finish it on time. So he went up to the teacher after class one-on-one and asked if he could get an extension, like a week extension on this final English project. Now this teacher was a teacher who was in their final year of teaching, of working, like been a a teacher for 40 years. And Dan had reported that kind of seemed this dude was, uh, you know, checked out, kind of coasting into retirement. So anyways, the the teacher said, yes, in person, you can have a one-week extension on this final project. So Dan... Turns in the project a week late. Here you go. Teacher says, yeah, I just, I'm not accepting late work. Dan's like, excuse me? Yeah. Said that uh, beginning of the semester, I don't accept late work. And this is the biggest project uh, of the class. And uh, you will receive zero points on this. Dan is like, hey, you told me I could. You told me I could. After class on this specific day, you told me I could. Teacher. No, I didn't. So yeah, Dan was pissed. 
livid. And he was told he wasn't going to graduate. He was going to have to take summer classes in order to graduate. Because this teacher went back on his word. So after this, I had several conversations with Dan. And he was understandably long-winded and loud in his complaints of how awful this problem was, how awful the teacher was, how awful it was that nobody was backing him and believing him. So I was doing my best to hang in there and, and, and validate and listen and support. And it may have been in our, in our third conversation after this happened where I tried to introduce <laughs> owning your slice. What percentage, what part do you have in this problem? He wasn't having it. He's like, what are you, what, what? So, yep, I took that cue. I realized, oop, uh, not yet. I haven't done a good enough job of, of validating that incredibly frustrating experience. But it may have been the conversation after that where it seemed like the defensiveness, the steam had come out a bit and he wasn't quite as emotionally reactive where I was able to do a, a longer version of that's awful, that sucks. And what part of this are you responsible for? And he got there. He got there. It was really great to see. He got there. It took some time, but he realized and said things like, you know what? I shouldn't have trusted him. Oh, okay. And why is that? Well, he's older. I saw throughout the semester that his memory wasn't that great. Uh, through his behavior of showing a lot of movies, um, it seemed like he really didn't care so much. And he was just kind of, like I said, coasting into retirement. I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And he didn't stop there. He said, I should have had him email me. I should have had it in writing. Yep. Great. And then finally, eventually... He, he, he smiled a bit and said, and I, and I guess I could have turned it in on time. And so why I love that story is because it's an example of a young person who has plenty of reasons to be furious and to blame. But there is no growth in the blame game. There is growth in accountability. Owning your slice. Here's the thing about the slice. It doesn't matter how big the slice is. When I'm working with someone and they can admit that they're 0.1% responsible, accountable for the problem, we're golden. It doesn't matter if it's 0.1, 1, 10, 60, 70%. What matters is that there is a percent. There is a slice because within that slice is accountability and therefore growth. And that's kind of what we do as human beings when we have an issue with one another or, or with a situation is we get together and disagree or argue about the percentages. If I'm in conflict with someone, guess what? We're not going to agree on the percentages. But that's what we do. We get together. It's like, no, you're, you're 70% responsible. I'm 30% responsible. I've been, no, oh, no. It's more like 60 you, 40 me. For the most part, it's not helpful. And again, you're not going to find agreement. And on the other end of this, it's important for people to remember they're not 100% 
accountable for a problem, for an issue, for a stressor. But what I see more frequently with parents, with kids, with all people, is a focus on the other person's role in the problem. So I hope this owning your slice metaphor is helpful. Because I do believe our youth need to see the adults in their lives, and especially their parents, being accountable. Accountable for their their emotions, accountable for their stress, accountable for their role in in, in the family fight, in the blow-up, in the disagreement, in the tension. Remember, there is no need for the facade of perfection in parenting. And it's just such a disconnector when you're talking to somebody about what happened and they won't take any accountability for the issue, for the problem, for the disagreement. We just seem to dig our heels in when that happens. Both parties get defensive and we begin to blame point fingers and nothing good happens. But looking at the opposite of that, I cannot tell you how amazing, how effective it is, is when you lead with your accountability in that problem. When you start the conversation about your role, I'm sorry for this. It was wrong of me to say or do that. I need to do a better job with blank. Usually, the human response of somebody doing that isn't, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're awful. No, it's usually like some form of like, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sorry too. I shouldn't have said or done that. I need to do a better job of blank. And that's one of the greatest things that you get to model as a parent is accountability. Now I can sort of hear a, a voice uh, saying, so Nick, cool metaphor. Uh, what percentage of the pie am I responsible for in terms of the coronavirus pie? All right. Touche. Got a good point there. You may be 0% responsible for this coronavirus quarantine time, but you are accountable. You can be accountable, responsible for what you do with this time, your perspective on this time. Remember, we get to pick the frame. We get to choose how we see things. I'm not encouraging you to be in some weird denial or saying like this is the, the, the greatest thing ever. But no, we get to choose our perspective. So yeah, today, if, if, the, if the quarantine is inconveniencing me and I'm feeling some level of stress or negative emotion, I, in part, am responsible, accountable for that emotion, for that stress. If I snapped at somebody... Because I haven't been able to go to the gym or, you know, hang out with the, my friends like I, I, I usually do. If I snap at somebody, I'm responsible. I need to be accountable for that. I just can't blame this time, this virus. One of the biggest complaints I hear from, from young people about their parents is that they don't take accountability. You might not phrase it like that. It can sound like they never admit when they're wrong. They say and do things and then deny that that it happened. They get to be, you know, reactive 
because they're stressed from work. When it's obvious, and I have a point about how they screwed up, they'll panic and go to some form of, this is my house. These are my rules. I'm done with this conversation. I think it would be great if there was more accountability in those conversations. And when our intelligent young people have great points about our role in some conflict that we can lean in step forward and go, yeah, yeah, you're right. I did do that. And I'm sorry. And this is how I'm going to be better. Because the this is how I'm going to be better is such an important piece. I talk about the triple A parent. The first A being awareness. Awareness that there's an issue or an awareness that you can improve as a parent. So if you're listening to this podcast, really good chance that you have that awareness. The second A is accountability. Taking accountability. Owning your slice of the pizza pie. And the final A is action. It is my opinion that awareness and accountability aren't enough. Now, they're fantastic, but there needs to be action. Our kids need to see us making changes, growing, getting better, trying to make the relationship with their child better, and taking steps to do so. Now, the action isn't possible without the awareness and the accountability. So just an idea. If you're looking for something to do, something to work on in the summer of 2020, look at accountability. Owning your slice. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.